This is Gemara and Sukkot Daf Chafei. All the learning this month, the month of Av, has been generously sponsored. Zechanishet Chesu Shagu and Avram Yehuda, as well as Rachel Basham Shnayim Tzvi. Learning the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Chosil and Nishmasam. Of course, all the Chayim men with Yachayim Mesorah Shem Mesivim Reizid Zor Bas Kenendol. Eat the Bas Kiyom Bas Chayisa Yisrael Mindelav Bas Chayisa Yisrael Mesdan Omi Veshavik Yisrael Chanish Moment Yadun Chayim Yisrael Mil Chayim Asmi Libracha Zun Tov Yemusa. We pick it up on the bottom of Chavdalin Omid Bees. We're in the middle of a discussion that we started yesterday at the end, after the Mishnah. The Gemara said a statement, as you see over here on the bottom of Chavdalin Omid Bees. Mechitza cannot stand a normal wind, a regular wind that's going to blow. If that's going to move the Mechitza, does not have a din of a partition, then of a Mechitza that is relevant to the halachas of Shabbos, what you can carry within those partitions. And of course, our halacha, whether it's going to be a kosher sukkah. So says the Gemara, six lines to the bottom, asking on this din of Ravach Yaakov, Toshima. Eloin, we have a tree, Hamizach that is branching over, it forms a canopy, it's, it's schach on the ground. If the branches are not higher than three tvachim, meaning they're within three tvachim on the ground, let it carry underneath this canopy formed by a tree. But says the Gemara, Amai, the branches move to and fro and therefore should not be a machita. According to Ravachim Yaakov, we'll show a picture of this in one second. Answers the Gemara, Hasanami, like we said before, Davilei, Bahutavidafni. You made these branches in between in order to keep it sturdy, and that's the reason why you're allowed to carry. Ask the Gemara one second. If you're allowed to carry, you should be able to carry in this entire canopy area formed by this overhanging tree. Why do Ravuna Brader Yeshua teach us Ein Mitaltzlin Bai? Moving over to today's Dav of Chavayah Amid Aleph, that you're not allowed to carry Elabisa Sayim. You're allowed to carry up to two saws amount. Misham, well, you're allowed to carry up to two saws amount. This is a concept that we spoke extensively in the Gemara and Erebin and the Gemara and Shabbos, that if you make something into a bar, actually, no, let's first show the picture, and then we'll explain. Here you'll see the picture, will give you a better sense of what we're discussing, and then we'll explain, you see over here, that the tree is hanging over the ground, it's in three tvachim of the ground, and therefore it's considered attached to the ground, and it can carry within it. The question of the Gemara and Rachel Yaakov was that these branches move to and fro. The answer is, as you see so beautifully over here, they put these different things in order to keep the tree straight and not move. But the Gemara now Ask the question, why did it say in the Gemara Shabbos in Erev and then you're only allowed to carry up till two Besa, which is the concept if you make something mechitois in order to dwell in, in order for an uh, actual private residence, it can be as big as you want. But if there's a uh, mechitza, if there's a residence, if there's partitions that are created on their own, then the law is, you can only carry up to two saw against the of a karfif. The problem is, says the Gemara, if we're learning that the case of this tree is that you put these hoods of a dafni, you put these different uh, staves and strings in order to hold it taut, that means that you made it into Adira. If you made it into Adira, into a dwelling, you should be able to carry even more than two saw. Answers the Gemara in the top of Chavayam and Aleph. The reason is because the dira is a dwelling place that its usage is for the air. The reason is it's not a proper dwelling. It's true that you put things in order to hold it straight. However, it's not something that is created for a regular usage. It's something that is created for the open air outside of the dwelling, and that's the reason why you only can have this limit 
of Tusa to carry within it. Tashima, the Gemara tries one more time, but please, this is attempt number four to discredit Rabach of Yaakov. Says the Gemara three lines on the top. Shabbat, Betel, Shikva, Asara. If someone dwells in a tail and a mount, that is ten Tvachim tall, Vume, Araba, Amois, Adbe, Sasayim, and it's from two Amois until. Excuse me, it's four amois until two saw large, vachain bineka, and so to an aklef, shu omuk asar, that is ten tfachim deep, vume arbamas at besasayim, and again the same measurements for four amois till two saw, vachain, and the third case, kama, you have standing grains of, of wheat, standing stalks, kitsura vishibrilas makifais, and it's surrounded. With uh, standing stalks, it's uh, different wheat grains and standing stalks. Makifa says that surrounds it. What is Allah? Mahalik Hazkula, Vachutla, Alpayim Hamo. You let it carry within it and outside of it 2,000 Hamos. Afal Gav. And this is the question. The cause of Asi. Even though it moves, even though these branches, even though these standing stalks, even though this mount, everything here is movable. And yet we said you let it carry it as Dinamachita. But according to Ravachri Yaakov, it should not be true. We're actually honing in specifically on the final case, on these standing stalks. Why you let it carry them? Answers the Gemara the same answer. The case is that you made them with these hutsa, uh, with these stalks and these strings to hold it taut, so it will not move. Here you see your tal, you have your man that's within Tusa. Here's your second case, your neka, your intent, your cleft, which is uh, two bit up till Tusa. And the final case, which is what we're asking from, is the standing grains, but like a corn maze. And the question is, they said it can make a mechitza if they're ten tefachim tall. Why is that true? They move, answers the Gemara, as you see so beautifully over here, that they string them up, they hold them taut, so that it's not going to move in the wind. Says the Mishnah, Chavei a bit of a famous topic, a bit of a famous sugya, we're going to touch upon for the rest of today and a bit of tomorrow. Says the Mishnah, Shluchei Mitzvah, someone that is sent to do a mitzvah, what is the halacha? They do not have to dwell in a sukkah. Number two, someone who tends to the chaylap. They don't have to dwell in the sukkah. Number three, you're allowed to eat and drink on a temporary nature outside of the sukkah. So three cases, someone's going to do a mitzvah, someone who is sick or tending to someone that is sick or eating in a temporary nature are all, quality, or all categories excuse me, that do not need a sukkah. Says the Gemara, first of all, Menon, immediately where we know this from, the Tana Rabbanon, Shema, says the Tana, you have to do the mitzvahs when you lie down, in your house, when you're sitting in your house, what does it exclude? If you're not just sitting in your house, you're doing a mitzvah. says when you're going on the road, that Susan Cohen getting married. Mikana Amru. From here they said, Hakoni says Abisula Potter. So marries Abisula, a woman that was never married, does not have to say Shema. Vesalmana, a woman that was married, Chayev has to say Shema. My Mashma. Now the Gemara goes into this Drasha, teaching us that Oisik Bemitzvah Potter in a mitzvah, teaching us that says Beshift Chabavisechov, Lev Chabaderech, and not if you're doing a mitzvah. Explains the Gemara. Amravuna Kiderech. We learn now for the fact that it's like your road. Ma derech rishos. Going in the road, you can go, you cannot go. It's a rishos. It's optional. Av kol rishos. You have to do mitzvahs whenever you're in t- involved in a 
um, permitted permissible action and not an obligatory action. La fuke hai. This person, the mitzvah, also he's dealing with a mitzvah, and since he's dealing with a mitzvah, therefore he's going to be potter exempt from doing other mitzvahs. Says, asks the Gemara, one second, how do you know the Pasuk is referring to someone that's just doing his own thing? Maybe the Pasuk is referring to the Gazel Dvar Mitzvah, that he's he's going to do a mitzvah. And the Gemara and yet, the Torah says, like we have Shema, so maybe it's teaching me the exact opposite, that even when you're doing a mitzvah, you have to do, excuse me, when you, even when you're involved in a mitzvah, you still have to do another mitzvah. We do not say, answers the Gemara, the Torah said, my bishiftecha, you're sitting, and you're going. From there, we darshan, we learn out, who the machayv is? How belachas the mitzvah? But here is your own goings. That's when you're obligated. But if it's a mitzvah, then you are exempt. Asks the Gemara one second. Iachi, if it just depends if you're doing a mitzvah. Excuse me. Iachi, afilu koinis says almana. If someone marries a woman that's already married, he should also. It's still a mitzvah to get married. It's still a mitzvah to sleep together. So what's the reason he also should be exempt from saying shema? Nami asks the Gemara. Says the Gemara, the answer is, Kainis says, Abisula, when you marry a woman for the first time, Tarid, you're occupied, you're involved, you can't think about anything else, and therefore that's what you're part from Krishna. Whereas Kainis Almana, she already was married before, Lo Tarid, you're not as preoccupied, and therefore you're not going to have, to, you're not going to have this exemption. So the Gemara right now thinks that what is the reason that when you're dealing with something, you're exempt from a mitzvah? It thinks right now because you're tarred, because you're busy, you're preoccupied. And on that note, ask the Gemara, 10 lines to the bottom. Is it true? Whenever you're tarred, whenever you're busy with something, you're potter from a mitzvah. You're very busy, you have a bad business dealing, you can't think straight. You should be part from all mitzvahs. Maybe you'll answer me, Maybe so. Maybe anytime you're so busy, so accurate, you can't think, you're part from a mitzvah. It can't be, says the Gemara, so in morning, who's quite preoccupied, he's still obligated in all the mitzvahs. Chutz, aside for one mitzvah, minat tefillin for putting on tefillin, not all seven days of Avilos we'll see in a moment. Why? It says by the tefillin, pe'er, beauty, and an oval is not enough situation of pe'er. So ask the Gemara, I don't understand. What is the reason you're exempt from a mitzvah? If the reason is because you're preoccupied, then you should always be exempt. But we know that's not true. So what's the reason that by a besula, you marry a woman for the first time, you're exempt, but you marry a woman that was already married, then you're obligated. What's this differentiation? Answers the Gemara, you need both. You need mitzvah, and you need tarot, and you need to be preoccupied. If you marry a besula, you're tarot, you're preoccupied, and it's a mitzvah. And you're both saints. And therefore, you're going to be obligated. So at this stage, when are you pot, or when are you exempt from doing a mitzvah? When you're doing another mitzvah that involves preoccupation, excuse me, that involves something that has to have your own mind and you can't think about anything else. Whereas marrying an alman is a mitzvah, but doesn't have the element of tarud. Ask the Gemara for lines for the bottom. So what comes out? Are you telling me, ask the Gemara, we learn now from this pasik, you're going and not doing a mitzvah. 
Dafka. We have another Makar, another source. The Tanya learns that Abraisa says the Taira of Yanashim, and there were the Manashayu Tameim, the Nefesh Adam, that were Tamei for a Nefesh Adam, that they dealt with a mace, they dealt with a dead corpse, and therefore they're not able to bring. A carbon, and that's where we see that Isaac Mitzvah, their potter for bringing the carbon Pesach, answers the Gemara, Isa Manasha, Mihayu. Excuse me, not answers. The Gemara now elaborates on the question Who were these Isa Manashim, these people that became Tameh? Says the Gemara, you know who they were? The carriers of the box, the, the coffin of Yosef, Hayu, Tiver of Yosef Lili. That's what Yosef Lili says. Turning over to Chavhev and Bezik, excuse me, Rabbi Kiva, you know these people were Meshal Vel Savan Hayu. They're Meshal Vel Safa that went into Kedashim, or actually went into the Mishkan to take out Nadav and Aviyu after they were burned for bringing the Ish Zara. They went in to take them out, so they became Tamei. Shoyoiskin, that they were dealing with And what do we see? We see that even though they were allowed to become Tamei, even though that invariably made them not able to bring the carbon Pesach, as Rashi here points out, the dates was the first time Nisan, the Mishka was set up, and the second one, they were burnt, and that's why they had to take them out, and therefore what's going to result is that when it comes to 15th of Nisan, Rashi does all the math, they're going to be Tamei. So what do we see? They were allowed to do that. So why are you saying that we learned it out from Shev Techav of Eisecha? Rav Yitzchak Gaimer, a third opinion, who are these people? Im Naisei, Arayim Shayyisev Ayu, Kfar Yechen Litayir. He says they should have already had enough time to be go to the Mikvah. Im Shav Al Tzavan Ayu, Yechen Litayir. Ella says Rav Yitzchak, you know the people in this pasuk were that became Tamei. Oiskim Emes Mitzvah Ayu. They were dealing with Emes Mitzvah. Someone doesn't have any relatives. Shachal Shvi Shalom Niyos Bar Pesach. The seventh day of the Tuma fell out an Arab Pesach. Shemar the pasuk says Lo Yachlu Las Is Ab Pesach B'Yom they were not able to do the Karim Pesach on that day. And the truth is, I should point out, I bit jumped the gun. This is the point that we're honing in on the Raya. This case of Mace Mitzvah. They were allowed to tend to Mace Mitzvah, which is a Mitzvah, even though it was within seven days of Pesach and they will not be tar. Says the Gemara by Yomahu and Yechal Nasai. So on that day, they couldn't bring the Karim Pesach. Or the next day, Yechal So what do we see? Says the Gemara, we see the source for Isaac Mitzvah, Pratim and Mitzvah. As the Torah teaches us that they were allowed to become tummy mace, even though they would miss the mitzvah karim Bezach. So why are you telling me we have to learn it out from Bishat Chabay We should be able to learn it out from this Pasik. Answers the Gemara about eight lines from the top. Sricha, we need both cases. If we only said that case. The case of becoming Tamei Lameis, Misham Lomatas Manachi with the Pesach. It didn't yet come Pesach, so maybe that's the reason you're allowed to go and become Tamei Avil Hacha, but by us, so maybe even though you're right, you're marrying a basula, maybe you still have to say Krishma. you would think not. both cases. by getting married. like a There's no karis by Krishma. That is the reason why we had to say both cases. Two different sources for the concept of one dozen mitzvahs, except for other mitzvahs. We learn out. When someone gets married, as well, that if you're dealing with a mitzvah, you don't have to do another mitzvah. As well as we see over here, when someone is bringing the Tomei Mace, even though he missed the Karban Pesach. Says the Gemara Kufa, let's go a little bit deeper into the discussion that we just had. The discussion back from Chafei Amad Aleph, the Dina of Ravavah Barzavda Amarav. Omar Ravavah Barzavda Amarav. Ovel Chayiv Acholam Mitzvah Zamburus Batayro. All the mitzvahs aside for tefillin, because tefillin is a be'er, is a beauty. And an oval is not in a situation of beauty. And now the Gemara explains this detail. 
Shem told Yechezkel and Avi, Pe'er Alecha, your Pe'er, your glory, you should dawn upon yourself, referring to his tefillin. At, so from here we learn out, At, only you Yechezkel, who the Machaibis, you have to put on tefillin when you're an Avil, Avil Kuliyama, but everyone else is going to be Potter. And now the Gemara explains, but when is an Avil Potter? I'm sure many people are listening, who unfortunately were Avilim, and they know they put on tefillin most of the days. The answer is, Vani Mili Biyama in the first day, once an Avil, he doesn't put on tefillin, the Pazik says, and the day after, the day after the petir, after the death, is a yoimar is a bitter day. So for that day, one does not put on tefillin. Of course, this has nothing to do with the dinam of Aninos, which we've spoken extensively about. Any time between the death and the burial, that's a separate stage, a separate exemption. Here we're talking about after the burial. Still, the first day of Avilos, one does not put on tefillin. Why? Because only you, Yechazka, put in your pe'er, but no one else would put on such while he is in Avil because he's not in a situation of pe'er of beauty. Ovel chayiv b'sukkah. Ovel asid in the sukkah. Says the Gemara Shkayach Pshita, of course. Ma'u the team wants to have me now with a thought of hoyl. V'amur avav v'rzav d'amur amitzta'er potter min ha-sukkah. Someone is in pain, he does not have to eat in the sukkah. Hainami mitzta'er hu. And Ovel is in pain. So you would think maybe he doesn't have to eat in the sukkah. Kamash v'alah, no. Hanimili tzayer d'memeila. If, it's the, if being in the sukkah, excuse me, is that which is causing you pain, that's when you're exempt. Avlach over here, you to come in he's in pain for another reason, for his avilus, for his death. Therefore, he the suva calm yourself down and go and eat in the sukkah. So there's no exemption of a sukkah because you are in a situation of avilus. And one more ruling, one more din says the Gemara of Amarav Razav the Marav. Chassan, someone who gets married, those who are celebrating with the Chassan, the wonderful mitzvah of Simchas Chassan Mikala, and everyone else that's part of the family, part of the wedding, don't let me just go, call Shiva all seven days. My time, what's the reason? You know the reason is, because you have to, excuse me, my time, Misham, one more time, Misham, the Baul and The reason is, because you have to rejoice. You have to rejoice with the marriage, and therefore you can't do that if you go into the sukkah. Asks the Gemara, I don't understand. You're right. You have to rejoice. Simchas Chasen Mikala for seven days. So go into the sukkah. Answers the Gemara, Ein Simcha Ella B'chopah. There's only rejoicing where the Chopah is, where the Chas and Kal are building their house. Says the Gemara, okay, V'lech Le'b'chopah. So eat in the Sukkah, V'lech Le'b'chopah. And then let them rejoice inside their Chopah. What's the problem? Answers the Gemara, Ein Simcha Ella B'makah Imsudah. That's all be at the same place. Says the Gemara, the obvious question, V'lech Le'b'chopah B'chopah. Great. So make the whole wedding inside the Sukkah. Let them start living inside the Sukkah. Two answers. There's a yichud problem. The sukkah can be high up on top of a house, and if the chassan and kala are told to live there to start off their marriage, the chassan might go out for a little bit to take a stroll, and another man might come in and be in a situation of yichud with his wife, and therefore that is not allowed. We'll just parenthetically point out that we've wrote about this in the Yichud book extensively, we see from here a big ruling Yichud, the Yichud does not necessarily have to be secluded. As we'll see in a moment, a sukkah is not necessarily secluded. Secluded in the lock sense. It has to be secluded in the sense that there's no one there. You might not have a lock in the door, but if there's no one within miles, that also could be Yichud. So if the sukkah is on the roof, and no one's coming up, that as well could be a situation of Yichud. For Rav Amar, second answer, Misham Sar Chasan, because the Chasan is going to be in pain, for if he has to make his beginning of his marriage, and the sukkah might be Nayo, he could be Nayo, the difference is, the Shri, 
some people are always there. So therefore, there's no problem there's always people there. There still is the Sar Chas and the Chas and is still in pain. And Rashi points out because he doesn't have any privacy there. He just starts off his marriage. He wants a little bit of privacy. And being in a sukkah is not good for him. We'll pick it up from Amar Abzerah, continuing this discussion at the beginning of the marriage, whether it potentially could be in the sukkah or if the batur like the Mishnah spoke out will stand. We'll pick up from here to